You ready to let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who, who? You ready for craziest fucking story of... Here we are with episode 14. Thank you to Alan. Thank you to Chow for bringing us in. This is Talks with Dorks, your friendly neighbourhood weekly chat with a couple of dorks. My name's Ryan. I'm one half of Talks with Dorks. And as always, I'm joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, my dude, Ash. Ash, how you doing? How goes it, bruh? Fuck, that was a bit of an intro as well, that. The man, Did you the like myth, that? the legend. I like that. Uh, Why don't you do that all the fucking time? Big me up. You're my hype, man. I, uh, okay, <laughs> now hype me up. Go on, you give me an introduction. Oh fuck! Uh, I didn't even he, think he, about it. You just you. Like, I just it flowed. You literally. You t- the hesitation said it all. You ain't gonna do it, and you ain't gonna do any, me any justice. I'll try and think of one for next time. You put me on the spot, mate. I was like, I've really got to like dig deep to pull that one out. <sighs> oh, if, if this was like the Ryan Surridge from like 10, 15 years ago, I might have been like easy material what the fuck does that mean like we hadn't even started we hadn't even got into this yet what the fuck 10 15 (laughs) years ago i don't no actually i don't want to know because it's not going to be good by the sounds of it i don't want to know and i don't want our listeners to fucking guess what with today's episode you're gonna know about this is gonna be come up right see i'd be intrigued to the people that have been looking and seeing that they're doing the hangover films they're doing the hangover films the reason we chose the hangover films is purely because it's not just about the films it's about hangovers in general right we 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 said that this would be a good idea to bring up some of our stories like the whole reason i went back and watched this the other this is before we decided to go and do like the hangover films i literally was just looking at the dates of when we're coming out of lockdown and i'm thinking fuck man you know what i cannot wait for that first fucking messy night out that we're going to do or anyway everyone's going to be doing on that first night that nightclubs open on that friday or that saturday after they open and i just sat there and one of my big hype films for going out for a night out is the hangover it has been since like because we was just looking up the dates on this the first film came out in like 2009 so like i was 24 at the time like early 20s this is probably a, sometimes the peak of my drinkingness was like between 18 Maybe I was just dropping off then, around about 24 bit. So maybe they brought up more nostalgic feelings of going out on nights out. I wouldn't say that because that was the year you came to Magaluf when I was repping out there. So well, I think yeah, okay. So I was still try, I was still trying to hang with the young ones and still yes. trying to pull it in. And um, but yeah, it's like it's one of those films that really gets you in the mood to go out. So I've went back and I watched all three of them, and then we were sitting there literally trying to figure out something to do and we've got a bit of a weird week haven't we where there's literally nothing's kind of coming out as such everything's coming out in the next couple of weeks and we just thought you know what fuck it i'm hyped to go out and to come out of lockdown i think everyone is everyone's feeling that night out and uh let's just talk about this we'll go over some memories of nights out some of these silly stories we might have and talk about the films in general because everyone hopefully in the mood to watch the films and then go out right and and the thing is like Right now, as you just said, talk about memories of going out. Like, at, right now, going out is a distant fucking memory. <laughs> you like, I, I, I mean, realistically, my last night, I work. See, you're, I was going to say, the way you're looking at forward to going out and getting a messy night, it's completely different for me, isn't it? Like, I'm really excited yeah, to get yeah. back to work and do the other side of it. Bring, 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 I've seen, you know, I've, I've cut right there. I've literally almost completely physically stopped drinking altogether. Um, but I'm still excited to, is to go out and work. I'm actually excited to yeah. go back to work. Like, but that's for those that don't know, you're a DJ, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not actually mentioned that. You just said, I'm excited to go to work. Like, you're some fucking jobs worth. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't wait to go back to fucking fitting windows yeah. when everyone's going out and having fun. Oh, can't wait. No, I, I mean, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm a DJ, so I'm looking forward to going out and bringing the, the, the entertainment side of it. That's what I've been held, holding back for over a year. I mean, yeah. I've had this, I've had the radio shows to get me excited, but I'm looking at it in a different... I'm, like, ready to watch people have their hangover nights. I'm ready to watch... You know, you, you're seeing people and you're, like, looking at... I, I, I have this way of looking around people and I'm like, you're going home with them. Um, you're going to regret that in the morning. Um, you're probably going to get into a fight over there. I'm, right, I, so what would you say if you looked across the bar, like, the room and saw me then? Because you've been on nights out with me, so what the fuck would go through your head when you see me on a night out? Oh, what the fuck is Ash going to do? I, he, I just see the wheels turning in his head. What the fuck is he going to do? Oh, is he climbing on top of that person and dry humping his face? That's basically what goes through my head. I am a nightmare when I have drink, I must admit. You're not a nightmare. Well, no. So, so I've heard anyway. I, I think I'm just having fun. Like, like I had this conversation with someone where they're like, you're really bad when you drink. And I'm like, I, I think I'm fun when I have drink. Some people would say I'm fun when I drink. Some people would say I'm bad. I suppose it depends what side of the fence you sit on. It's it's like what it is when you're with you, right? When you're directly with you, it's you're it's just it's like everyone's looking at us, yeah, and then they're looking over at you, and you're looking at us like, are they all right, them guys? Are, are they like him? Is have they just brought him out for fun, or and what is why is he taking his shirt off and swinging it around his head, that sort of thing? So like. We've one of my one of our friends, and he also listens to the show. Steve, he'll tell you as well. One of his best memories of me on a night out was we was in a pub in Romford where we live, and we was in the beer garden, and they play music in this beer garden, and they put on this song or whatever it was. Yeah, right. Well, I weren't going to mention names. For, uh... <laughs> you, <laughs> you, yeah, name, okay. you name you name Steve. You name drop Romford. Why not just say the pub? <laughs> Well, because just in case we get sponsored by one of them, I would like free drinks. You know, I don't want to seem favouritism or anything. Well, we'll talk about all of them. All right. All of them. Uh, well, yeah, I've, I've done fucked up things probably in all of them at one point or another. But no, but there was this girl anyway that was decided to go and almost like dance like a stripper, let's say. She was like giving people lap dances and stuff like that to uh, some classic rock musics. And um, she was basically bigging herself up saying how she used to be a professional dancer. So then pour some sugar on me comes on and I decided in my drunk state to show her my moves and lap danced the same guy that she gave a lap dance to. And according to Steve, I totally out fucking shone her to the point where everyone in the beer garden was watching. And I did get a slight bit of an applause after I had finished giving this guy a lap dance. Had you spoken to this bloke before you danced him? No, but this is the thing. I don't think things through, do I? No, of course not. No, no. But um, but he, he, he seemed to like it anyway. He was poking me a lot. Wow. Okay. So that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I kind of, I'm glad I wasn't there because I don't know whether I'd be hiding or be like, well, Ash is coming home with me tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good times though. But um, yeah, so... Hangover. <laughs> Hangover, the movies. Right. So this is why we're talking about this. Obviously, like you were saying, everyone's excited about going out. So these are the perfect films to watch because it makes you go, I mean, all right, maybe not do some of the extreme things they do, but it's the ultimate what happened the night before movie where yeah. you don't actually generally see what happened. You just know, 
a lot of the the, st- the crazy stuff that's going on it's just you're going back and seeing the the aftermath you're not actually seeing things happen you're piecing it all together which is basically let's face like, it, i am going to be super disappointed if after that first night out that i have my night does not end with like those end credit phone reels that you get at the end of the hangover films if my night doesn't resemble those end credit photo reels that you get off their phone i'm going to be deeply disappointed I I'm, I've got a story we'll get to because I want let's talk about the films first before we go into our stories. <laughs> but I've got a story. All I can say is that some one part that maybe not like some of the better pictures, but one of the pictures that happens in there, I have recreated without knowing I was doing it from the Hangover until I rewatched it after this night happened. I was like, oh shit, I've done that there in that <laughs> same place. Um, but but so the films. I went. Did you, did you watch it when it came out the cinemas, or did you? All three of these films I went and saw at the cinema yeah. on okay. the first week of it being released. Pretty much. I don't remember watching it in two thousand and nine because, like I said, at that time I was repping away. It would have come out in the summer, and when I was in, I was in Magaluf that year. I yeah. don't remember going to the cinemas in Magaluf at all. In other places, I have gone to the. I know I have, but Magaluf, I don't remember going to see it at the cinemas. I think I saw it. Either when I got back or the next year, I had it on my... I always used to take my hard drive with all my movies on, and I had it on there, and I'd, I'd watched it on there. So I don't think I saw it. I'm pretty sure I didn't see at least the first two at the cinemas because of that, right. because of repping. But um, it's just... It's, it's that film, like, that time. I always remember it. it was The Hangover was the big American film coming out, and The Inbetweeners was massive in the uk for the yes. uk in between us was massive at the, in the uk so it was kind of like a contrast if you remembering your your teenagers was actually filmed in mago as well wasn't it because there was certain places we were going to which was in the in between this film and i was like shit i've been it but was it didn't it, say it was in mago it, it was in mali it was it, it's in it's set in malia but it's, but it's filmed, filmed in mago which to yeah, most people say. to most people that's cool but if you've worked in both and lived in both it fucks me yeah. off. It's one of those things. I, I I watch the film and I enjoy the film, but it pisses me off because I'm like, that's not Malia. There is bits they actually film bits in Malia, but what happened? They when they went to Malia, it was too busy, so it, like it was too much stress. So they went into Magaluf in the yeah. off season sort of thing when it quietened down. Um, but some of it, like the hotel, is in Crete. The actual hotel was in Crete, but all the bars, apart from a couple of clips where you see the strip it's all filmed in Magaluf. so i don't know why we're yeah. talking about the in-betweeners but yeah that shit pisses me off um <laughs> but so the first film go what do you what do you want to discuss about the first film some of your highlights from the first hangover movie oh you know the highlights from the first act you know what there's there, there's a lot of scenes in it that are fucking funny some of the bits you relate to like there's that bit in the opening scene you know um where Stu is sitting down with his wife and he's explaining about the party. There's that bit that I can literally see myself in that film that pulls up outside. You know, where it's like, your your friends are so immature sometimes. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're not too bad kind of thing. And then all of a sudden they pull up outside and you just see him go, paging Dr. Douchebag <laughs> from Dr. outside the house, like shout out. And it Dr. Faggot? I thought it was unless, and... unless Netflix has re-edited that because he says paging Dr. Douchebag on the Netflix one. I didn't notice that. I, I, Actually, I just, yeah, I think you might be right. I think I'm pretty sure original the original one was paging Dr. Faggot. Yeah, yeah. Paging Dr. Faggot. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't. I, I watched them on Netflix. So, like when we decided to do this episode, so, I don't know. I, I didn't know. Unless that. it was the trailer, because I did watch the trailers before this. Maybe they did for the trailer. You're right. I how mad's that? I watched the trailer, and I remember sitting there thinking, "That's different. That's different." Yeah, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Oh yeah, there's a couple of bits that are different in the trailers as well. Yeah, yeah. even one for the sex. I watched the trailer for each one before doing this podcast just to get the little jump start on some memories of it. But um, but yeah, it's, there's a. You know what? Watching that first one though, you talking about you being over in Magaluf. Watching that first film might have been the whole reason why I came out to Magaluf in the first place. It, you, yeah, you. I told you that shit gets me hyped for a night out. So, oh man, I probably ended up watching that film. I was like, "Fuck it, we're going to ball." Hold on, mine works out in uh, Magaluf. Let's go there. <laughs> and to be fair, I remember it being kind of a like I thought it was going to take a lot longer to convince you to come over than it did. Like. It was kind of like, dude, you want to come in? I don't know. And then all of a sudden it was like, dude, I, yeah, me and Terry are coming. I've spoke to Terry. We're going. We're coming. Four yeah. or five days. Can we stay with you? Yes. As long as you don't do anything to my apartment or fuck it up. That yeah. didn't quite go to plan, did it? Yeah, exactly. You try and stay silent and avoid that. Okay. <laughs> you turned everything upside down in my apartment. Well, what did you expect? He was like, right, guys, I'm going to work, all right? So I'll say, see you later now. It was like fucking, what time was it? It must have been, it was early. It must have been like nine in the morning or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is early for like Magaluf time, comparing, like, considering you've been out since like five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, but, imagine um, having to go to work every day. Yeah. But then it was, uh, oh, I'll see you guys later. So me and Terry was just fucking stuck in the hotel room with like five hours to spare. Like, what do we do? Why don't we turn everything in his apartment upside down? And I'm pretty sure I didn't even notice for the first 10 minutes. I just sat down on my sofa and I'm like, something's not. What <laughs> the fuck have they done? <sighs> like we, we, I mean, that, that was kind of like a, that was when, um, before planking became planking. Do you remember that? The whole, yeah. the, the planking. This is when it like, was. Well, you called it lipping, in laying in public. Was, that's cause, yeah, that's you, what it was in America. And this was before it even came over to this country. Planking, if for those that don't know, is where you'd have a picture of yourself laying down with your arms down by your side, face down on the floor. And I, like they, a plank. We, they, that you guys were sort of like, were kind of into that thing. You were doing planking, you and Terry, um, and lipping. We'll call it lipping for the for yeah. sake of the story. Um, and we, you was like, "Could we do something awesome?" And I went, "I can guarantee I could get this whole club to do it." Really? Do you think you could? Well, I'm the rep. They do as I fucking say. <laughs> And we got how many people would you say? Well, I don't know, but I remember that very differently. I remember Terry saying that to get the club to do it, and then asking you, and you was like, "Yeah, I can get him to do that. I'll tell him that you're from the Guinness Book of Records." Like Terry was like, "I'll tell him we're from the Guinness Book of Records," and you got on the mic and told them all, and they actually fucked that. So yeah, you got them all to do it because you convinced them that we was from the Guinness Book of Records. So we got an entire nightclub to lay down flat, and then there's us in the middle of the picture, calling the fucking idiot, basically. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. That we've got an entire nightclub to lay on the floor and their own fucking spilt drinks and fag butts and everything. And it, it was like having my own minions. Like, okay, if I literally got on the microphone and said, jump up and down on one leg, the whole place would just do that for no reason because the reps told you to do it. That's one of the best yeah. parts of the job. Like, I mean, other people would say other things that's really good at repping, but no, no, for me, it was just watching people do as my will. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah yeah control that's why i'm a dj like i control what you fucking listen to i don't want to hear what someone else plays i want to play it for you um but yeah okay we keep, we, we we are literally this is not going into the films much because it's it's it, we're dying to talk about these stories about us i suppose um i mean like the, the first film 
now I'm, I've gone back. I've watched this about four weeks ago now, so I don't remember too much from it. I remember the little bits that were funny. I, like the films are great, really. It, it, all of them. So it's, oh, it's, I, I yeah, for me, I one took a bit of a dip. But, I, I was going to say this. Number three, I can watch it. I can enjoy. I can enjoy it. It's a good film, but I don't know. It it didn't. It didn't feel very. It didn't fit. It didn't fit. Like it didn't feel like the the ending. It should have been. Well, they wasn't hung over for one, was they? No, no, that's right. But, but that's—I mean, people sort of said that they shouldn't. With the, from what I've read over the last couple of days, people said the second one shouldn't have just been exactly the same as the first one, different. But people loved it, so I don't know why they were complaining about that. So they tried doing it a different way, and it—I yeah. it, mean, it was a nice ending, I suppose, for overall. But it just didn't seem like the ending I wanted from it. And to be fair, yeah. one of the things that like so kind of I didn't like was how Alan. Like Alan changed in a way, like he seemed to get more. He weren't just a goofball, Alan. He like by the end of it, like he was basically a prick. Like the way he treats his mum, his dad. Like I don't know that he seemed like it was. He was too much of a dickhead. Yeah. If does that make sense? Did you do you not agree with that? Yeah, I see. Like the the characters did change a bit. Like it's a bit where he was all trying to be a bit more grown up, and he realised that he was um, he had problems and all that lot. But no, I mean, I, I I get just, we, we've, it's really weird. We've gone from one and skipped straight to three. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, but, but this is it doesn't matter, does it? Everyone's seen them all. I'm assuming if they've not, yeah. they're on Netflix. Go and have a listen. No, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, uh, he did go a bit. I don't, I don't know. Almost like, but, like he realised what, like his problems, because at the end there, he's like he realised that he had changed. He had to say goodbye to Chow. I don't, I don't really mean that. Like it's, it's, it's hard to explain. But like Alan was, it's, it's his actual problems were like. It seemed to go too far. They pushed his character too far a little bit with the what was actually wrong with him. Like in the first one, he just seemed he was just a bit clueless. An adult child, wasn't it? But it seems more like he actually he meant to do some of the things he didn't do. Like he always felt in the first one, he was just generally he didn't mean to give him ecstasy and he was just he he didn't mean to give him ecstasy or whatever it was. Uh, He but he just weren't thinking. Whereas later on, it sort of comes across that he's he's. He knows more that than he's let he's actually ever let on. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's really hard to explain. He's he just seemed a bit off. He seemed a bit more off than he should have done to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I get what you mean. Like, I literally watched the third one two, three days ago or something. So, but it did like all the characters seemed a little bit different. But then again, like as I said, it, it wasn't too much like a hangover film because it was basically going off of the last. Uh, well, the first film, wasn't it? So it's basically going off of the first film and everything that happened in the first film led to this film. Yeah. So it was like, but they weren't hangover or hungover. They didn't really have anyone to save, really, apart from, well, Doug again, really. But it wasn't like them trying to find anyone like there was in the first two films or trying to recall their night. It was literally just them trying chase, to kidnap Chow. Ch- chase Chow down. Yeah, it was... It, yeah. It, like like the, the trailer if you you watch the trailer again you see that trailer it, it sort of it sells it that they're going back to vegas when realistically yeah. they don't really do too much in vegas if they go to they no, go, that's the, yeah, it's like they go to the porn the porn shop they go to caesar's palace they end up in the desert yeah they chase it they chase like, there, there was funny bits in it like it's an enjoyable film there was yeah, some funny yeah. moments. it looked like it went for more of the shock value like the opening fucking sequence was a giraffe getting decapitated by a low bridge <laughs> just like, yeah, like they was going for more the the shock value of it, really, wouldn't they? Like with some of the things. Yeah, it, that, that's that's one of my favourite bits of that movie. Is that giraffe? It's the look on its face when it's about to hit that bridge and its ears go back. 
that act, yeah. oh, I, that bit gets me every single time. It's when he's driving as well. And I'm Alan. I bought a giraffe. See, I, I always like silly little fucking things though, like Chow singing Johnny Cash's "Hurt." Yeah, in like the style of like that that generic Chinese karaoke. That I hurt myself again. Just like singing it badly. It was fucking hilarious. And but they all seem to have like little songs in it as well, didn't it? And this was the first time. Th- that's something that I was actually disappointed on. Speaking of songs is that Stu had a song in the first one. Stu did a song in the second one, but Stu didn't do a song in this one. His song in the second one. Which, right, so you talk about the first one is of Doug, our best friend Doug, that one, and he's at the piano. Yeah. But the it's second like, uh, one on the boat. It's about the tiger, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, because I've got the words. I've got the words in front of me, actually. That, what do tigers dream of when they take a tiger snooze? And all that shit. And it's just like, that. they turn the fucking tiger. They was trying to drug the tiger, weren't they, in the first one? Have you got you the lyrics to the down. second song? Um, the, the second one's called uh, Allentown, isn't it? Allentown. Now, that song there, it's the way he ends about him. <laughs> like, that is, that, that's, that, that I was thought was like, the shock value of number two of what actually happened to Stu. I mean, it was bad enough him having the, the tooth and then seeing the tattoo on his face. But in the second yeah. one, we get to the point where he's literally had sex with a transvestite. Mate, uh, I tell you what, like the second film of all the films is my favourite, which might be a bit controversial because like a lot of people say the first one is their favourite film. But I honestly think the second one is way better than the first it was just too fucking funny. Like I was in absolute tears with that bit. And that scene with the stripper at that fucking, but that was one of the funniest scenes of the film. I was literally crying. <laughs> it's just the shock value, wasn't it? It's just the fact that he's all like with the, um, Spurs. the they're talking about. Yeah. It's just be <laughs> like, um, I had to take to slow down, honey. I was going to drop my load. And he's like, drop your load. What do you mean by drop your load? You, I think your English would be wrong. Like, you mean I would drop my load? No, I drop my load. Well, how are you going to drop your load with my bars? <laughs> She's yeah. like my sperms. My <laughs> sperms. Like, Wait, what? Do you mean my sperms? No, <laughs> like, no, my sperms. <laughs> and then she just drops the trousers, and she's got a dick, and he goes all fucking hysterics. Even Alan's response to it as well, where he's like, "I don't get it. Is this some kind of magic show?" <laughs> <laughs> she's got boobs and a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's that bit as well where he does like Alan, that Stu does it so well the bit where he's like all crying and shit where he's all like you shut your load in me and then he's like crying and then it's the bit where it's that small bit after where he just goes in my bottom in my bum I just started crying where he's all something like you dropped your load in me in my bottom <laughs> it's, 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 I, I, see I love the bit afterwards as well where he's like talking about he's like I have a demon I become a demon like I have problems like I become someone else when I'm, when I'm completely wasted it's not okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but did you find Allentown the lyrics I didn't I thought you no, were good. I don't. Yeah, well, I was going to try and look it up, but I, was like, I don't spend long in it, do I? I, was, I couldn't be asked to look it up probably, but I just remember him on the boat with the fucking like that. I'm living in Allentown. <laughs> and I go, uh, uh, what does he say? You're making me want to see it now. Because it's oh. that last, it's that go home line. Um, God, you're It's gonna... the same, because he had the same in the um, the Tiger one, the go home line, wasn't it? Where it was like, um, oh, what did he say at the end of that one? 
um, oh fuck, but then he was like, well, I guess we're fucked or something like that. I guess we're shit out of luck was the end to the Tiger song. But he does the same on that about being fucked with a dick got, by a dick got, or something. I, I was happy and my life was good, getting married like a dentist should, roasting marshmallows on a stick. I got fucked in the arse by a girl with a dick. And it's Alan goes, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, oh, yeah, I remember that. Man, that one is so fucking good though. But you know what? That one you can I, I can probably relate to the start of that film the most out of anything because there's right at the start, you know where they're trying to convince him to come down to the beach to have a drink kind of thing. And yeah. He's like, no, 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 I'm not gonna go out for a drink. But then he's she's like, No, go out for like one drink. And he goes, Okay, one drink. How many of us have done that? It's it's the- I think I use that all the time. I'm just going out for like a couple of drinks. It's gonna be a, a light one. Yeah, but that that, that, that is that. that, that oh, sorry, my phone's pinging. I don't mean that. I should have turned it on silent. Um, but it's that age old. It's the whole what leads from popping out to going out to out out. That it's that, isn't it? Is you you always say to you, oh, I'm only I, you do only plan to have a couple of drinks with your mates, but then you go and have a couple of drinks with your mates and you start enjoying yourself. Oh, a hundred percent. When I sit there and I say I'm going out for a couple of drinks and it's going to be a light a light one. Just going to go to the pub. When pubs close, I'll come home. At that moment in time, I 100% mean what I say. Because that's what I actually, you know, I'm thinking at that time. But then when the beer hits me and uh, I've, I've had, you know, three turns into six and six turns into eight and eight to 12. And, and like this is said, just shots of there's Sambuca. A demon in me. There's a demon in you. <laughs> yeah. There's a demon. Uh, something happens. And then... Um, yeah, I don't message or nothing. And then next minute, you know, it's like four, five a.m. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, because now we've sort of got. We're now we're talking about number two. I've got to talk about that story I said about earlier that I had one of the moments from the pictures, right? Obviously, was this from number one? Number number one because it's Vegas. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Now this isn't me going. I've been to Vegas, uh, but right, I went to Vegas and I had what I call my hangover night. It's one of those. Unbelievable moments. Like when I sit there back and go, did that actually happen? Did I actually do that in Vegas? Like that was, it's, I had that night. Um, we'd obviously gone to Vegas and like I told you many times with Vegas, everything, the whole trip, everything was like a dream to me because so much shit kept happening. But we'd, we'd been booked at this pool party by my American friend who lived out there. She's like, I've hooked up a pool party. I've hooked up a pool party. I'm like, cool, thank you. Like, do, what do we owe? She's like, when we get there, we're just going to give the guy tw- uh, $20 each as a tip just to say, yeah, thank you. And he's going to sort us out everything. I'm like, all right, cool. Me and my friend Alex went down to the pool party. And my friend, she was a bit of a nightmare for sort of like when we're actually going to do things that she's planned. She doesn't answer her phone. So we're sort of stood outside this pool party like, is this gonna happen and we actually go not that we are ungrateful or anything like that but you know now you stood there and everyone's going in and you're not you're like all right we stood in vegas outside a pool party and if we don't go what are we gonna do <laughs> like we've planned this day to just get wasted at a pool party but there she bounds comes walking around hey guys are you ready for today like yeah yeah yeah. we were all really excited let's go so we go into this pool Where's party. The cocaine? no 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 right because oh. right I'm not gonna. I, I, that, I've never done that. I never will. I'm not admitting to anything that has ever happened in my past um, that could get me in trouble because it's never has. All right. 
It's not happened. <laughs> we decided to get really drunk, okay? But so look, we went into this pool party, right? We meet this guy, and this guy is that what you know when you see like when you watch like what's that um spring break adverse? Hey, hey guys, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the pool party. I'm Mike. I'm here to sort you guys out. Your friends of Rachel, you're friends of mine. Alright, cool, dude. Sweet. You want twenty dollars, yeah? So he's like, come with me. He takes us in and go, we're going to this pool party. And now this is a Vegas pool party, man. DJ Nightmare. I, I mean, I'm a DJ. I'd never heard of him, but his name was big in lights. He sounded big to me. He was playing by the pool. His pool's heaving with all these young, sort of American 20s. By this point, I'm already in my 30s, but I feel 18, 19. We go to this pool party. This guy takes us over to this bed, yeah? And as we go over to the bed, on the bed, it tells you how much, how much it costs. $1,200 yeah. for this bed without drinks. And he's like... Uh, I'm going to call it, Stacy's going to be over in a sec with your drinks. I'm like, all right, cool. How, what do we pay for the drinks? He went, everything's on me today. I'm like, so we've got a $1,200 bed and he's sorting out the drinks as well. For $20, I'm all right. So yeah, dude. Like, so we, next thing you know, right, drinks are flying where it's pool party. I end up getting ch chatting, ironically, next to us on the bed, like, but next to us was like some, got some guys from like a, on a UK business trip next to us. I end up getting smashed with these guys while my friend Alex has gone and like, she's, met a guy and her and Rachel chatting to these guys over in the pool I'm just chilling on this chatting to these guys from the UK we get pure wasted at this pool party and then it's time to leave so we leave as we go out me, Rachel and Alex walking out and Alex is like I've left my phone inside so she runs back to get her phone Rachel then goes to me oh these guys are from um, Oregon talk to them so we're talking to these guys and she's like gone she's like this just disappears I'm still waiting for Alex so me and Alex then go, and we end up in the MGM Grand. Now, this is that moment, right? I'm sorry this long-winded story, because you look like you're about to sit on your phone and just ignore me for a couple of minutes. But, <laughs> right, we get Not into this. the MGM Grand. I'm pure wasted, right? I'm in, yeah. it, we're just in the hotel lobby of the MGM Grand, yeah? And, mm. oh, I don't know how, but I ended up just chatting to a group of lads and some of them said, are you, hey, man, are you from Las Vegas? I'm like, no, I'm from a place that we call Baz Vegas. And some bloke behind me went, fuck off, you're from Baswoodham, mate. I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> and some geezer behind fuck off, you're from Baswoodham, mate. I'm like, wow, only I could. Someone just spoke my native tongue. So now I'm on this, like, I'm chatting to these American lads with these lads from Essex. I'm like, what's it? I'm going to do something really cool. So the picture I'm talking about, do you remember the picture of Alan in, in the uh, fountain yes. in the hotel? Yeah. I thought it was a great idea to go and jump in a fountain. I took, like, literally took my top off, which I had a vest and a pair of swim shorts. I went and jumped yeah. in the fountain and put my head under the water, dashed up, and I was pretending I was a fountain going, Psh, look. I got escorted to the lifts because <laughs> this guy thought I was staying in that hotel. Escorted to the lifts like, you need to go back up to your room. Just boom press the button and we end up alex gets in the lift with me and we've ended up in this lift just randomly with three guys and we end up going into a suite in the mgm ground this is what i'm saying how drunk i was i don't remember how this conversation we got in this lift and end up just chatting to these guys like hey come to our room and we ended up spending the night partying in the mgm ground with these guys in the suite because i'd done an allen in the in the fountain and they were like oh this guy's this guy's crazy come with us and we end up up in this room they then invited a guy who turns out he's a Vegas pimp to the room, right? Do you see what I'm saying about this my house? Like it's turning into something off Pornhub now. No, but this is this is what I'm saying. This is a hangover night. They end up inviting this guy who's a pimp, right? And as this party's uh -huh. starting to escalate, right, I get phone calls from a friend of Rachel, the American girl. You haven't forgot about her, have you? She's still disappeared. I get a phone call of this guy, and he's 
like proper like, dude, where the fuck are you? You've left Rachel. I'm like, no, she left me. I, I was waiting. Like, what's going on? Like, she's like, she's crying in a car. You need to go there. I'm like, but I'm with these guys and a pimp. And really? So I had to leave and go and pick up. And I, my night kind of ended because I got to go and put the drunk American girl to bed in my room while my friend Alex goes off and parties with a pimp. And she ended up interviewing girls for this guy while they were out. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, I'm saying, a long-winded story, but that was my hangover night in Vegas. Like, it was, I woke up next day like, what the hell? I end up partying in a suite. I end up having to pick up a drunk American girl, a friend of mine, and just put her in the, the bed next to me and just let her pass out while I sat in a room while my friend goes off and interviews girls on a pimp, for a pimp. Yeah, see, I've probably had loads of hangover nights, but I actually probably don't remember most of the nights. Okay. Unless I saw photos back. But I think I'm going to do that on the next one. Just start taking a shit ton of photos. Because that's something I never do on nights out. All See, the shit I get out through, and I never remember any of it. And I'm like, you know, if I should I should really take some more photos of what actually goes on on those nights. Because I just hear stories from other people. Yeah, this and is some the of thing. them are really like, far a lot of them do end up with guys getting lap dances randomly enough. Yeah, but we don't mention names because we could like drop a load of our friends in, in the shit by mentioning names of who does it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, it's I've, just me. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. As long as you're happy to admit what you've done. Um, yeah, I no, give other guys lap dances normally. We can have our friends listening to this going, if they drop us in the shit, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to put complaints into the, the podcast providers. Um, but this is what I'm saying. Everyone's always at, moaned at me because I've always been one to take videos of funny things going on on nights out or things going on on nights out. But everyone moans at me, but it's because I've got a lot of... I was saying this to our friend Mark the other day uh, that... I've got a lot of videos. A lot of you now go to me, let's watch. I've got them on a hard drive that I save. I've, everything, yeah. I clear my phone and I stick them on there. And there's some funny shit on there from what we done when we were younger. Oh, yeah, like with you taking photos, it doesn't bother me because basically all the stuff that you've got on me is mainly embarrassing me or some stupid shit I've done. But some of the stuff you've got on other people that we know, they could be end up as a single father. <laughs> so this is what makes me laugh because I'm like I call it your little uh, like your little dirt sheet your little black book of uh you know dirt on all your friends and because with some of them it is actually really bad and it's like whew, if 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 that gets out you're a single dad bro yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, see, this is where it's hard because I'm not going to name drop but I know exactly what oh, you mean I'm not going to name drop anyone but yeah those no. things where why lads... did you mention Roger at all it's terrible <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh do you know I'm not even going to react to that I'm not going to say that that is a real name but it is uh, um, he, don't listen anyway. he don't listen Um but like I mean blowjobs aren't cheating are they though like Mate, got, Bradley says that, uh, not Brad, fucking Bradley Cooper, Phil, he says that in that bit on the, the scene, isn't it, with the uh, stripper as well in the nightclub where he gets fucked by that stripper. He goes, I got fucked by a stripper. And he goes, it's okay, you weren't married yet, it's fine. He's like, it's still cheating. <laughs> it's like he literally gets married to Mark. He's like, you ain't married yet, it's fine. <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, some people have that mentality. So Yeah, well, see, and then there's nice guys like us that, that mean... Me on a night, when I'm drunk, I, I spend a lot of the time trying to act not drunk. So I'm doing, like, my acting is kind of like, keep yourself straight. Like, who are you talking to? Don't don't fall over. Because I know if I See, let loose... I, I think it's the other way around now. Because I think, and I've, I've, I've noticed this on the odd night that we've done, where you'll 
act more drunk than you actually are because secretly you're not drinking as much so you can keep your wits about you probably so you know how to operate that camera on your phone but you don't you don't sometimes you don't drink as much as you let on you've got that same yeah, but, bottle of beer in your hand and you're like oh yeah this is my third fourth one i'm like yeah but it's because mm. i it, a lot of time you remember a lot of time when we go places now it's generally places i work so i don't yeah. want to ruin because i know what i'm like when i'm drunk again no I, which is fair enough like well once like we was mentioning this about 10 15 years ago 10 15 years ago you was mr chow mr Ch mr chow why was i chow like you was Mr. Chow, you was like that guy that you pull out to have a party with. Is like, you wanna get fucked up? You wanna have a good time? And all this like, like you want the fucking craziest night of your life? That was you. Yeah, oh, but yeah. now now you're more like Stu. I can't even disagree. I, I, no, I, I, you're, I you're, that, you're that nice family because I, you don't want to drink and you've I got have, a career and all this luck. I have to keep my wits about me, and I have to hope that I don't wake up the next day going. What do you mean your sperms is in me or you drop your load in me? I can't deal with that anymore. This because this is what I was gonna say, man. When I used to get drunk, like I I was a fool. I was a massive fool, and that's I can't live with like the whole sit next day going, Did I really spend twenty minutes talking to a fucking shoe like it was on the phone? And that's what I used to do. I used to put a shoe next to my head and sit there and talk to someone called John through my shoe for ages. Or what I just you talking about? I've seen your TikTok. You still do shit like that now. When I'm sober. And you're sober. And I'm sober, yeah, that's that's fine. I'm okay with doing stuff like that when I'm so because I'm doing it on purpose. But when I'm drunk, I usually got it's, that's when the you know what I mean the volume's turned up a little bit too far on me, and I'll say something stupid or do something stupid, and I I, I can't live with the guilt anymore. I'm too old for that. I can't live with the guilt of what you know, of the oh did I fucking I love that. I love the fact you're like I'm too old for that. I've literally gone I, I've like got this second wind now. You know, like how like Mike Tyson comes back to boxing and all these old people that are like far beyond their prime now and they've, they've, they've retired and all that, they come back and they've got something to prove. I feel like I've gone into that section of my life now where I used to drink heavily when, like we all did when we were teenagers from about 18 to the early 20s, used to drink heavily. And then there was this drop-off period where I kind of calmed down and drinking. I didn't really go out too much. I didn't do nightclubs. It's like, oh, you know, you've got families and all that shit now and... You know, I'm a family man and to take it easy and stuff. And then something hit me around uh, somewhere in the early 30s where I'm like, fuck this family life shit. I'm bored. I've been doing this far too long now. Like people get less time with their partners for like in prison for murder. And I'm like, See, I need something to do. And it's almost like I've got something to prove. So I end up going out and I still can drink most people under the table. But it's like... Yeah, you, you, all these kids are like, yeah, look at me and my Jaeger bombs and all that. Like, and let's face it, if it's got sugar in it, it's not really a shot. Okay. In my in my opinion, anyway. And they're all like knocking back their little Sambucas and that. Like, and I, I'm knocking about. I'm just like, oh, these are these are like sweet drinks. You know what I mean? It's like I drink straight whiskey most of the time anyway. That's my version of a shot. You do a whiskey chaser, you know, beer, whiskey. Woo woo. But um, but yeah, like I've, I, I don't know. It's like I. I want to go out and I still want to have fun. Like I've got to go to Thailand, especially after seeing that second one again, it has been one of the places I've wanted to go for so long to go do Thailand and do it properly. So unfortunately, no, it would not be with you, but I don't want it to you be know, do, exactly. You know, you'd be fucked in the ass. <laughs> Someone would drop their load in your bottom. Um, that's, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> no. Uh, the reason, the reason if, I said if you that, went out with me, you'd get fucked up, and that might happen. Uh, if it you might said even happen, it might even be me that drops my load in your bottom. 
after all the traveling I've done, and obviously the, uh, Thailand doesn't appeal to me. I don't, I, 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 it sounds like it looks like a great place in that, but I, if you said Vegas, I'm down. You said go, let's go to LA, I'm down. But I don't know. I just want that moment where someone calls up my, you know, my wrath and goes, "Sorry, at least Thailand has him now. Bangkok has, <laughs> Bangkok has Ash. Bangkok has him now. <laughs> it's like, yep, he ain't coming home." There's a reason why they call it Bangkok, not Bangkok. <laughs> Hala, city of squalor. Oh, we, 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 we always dipping away from these films, but I think that's what makes this podcast great is when we're just being us, Ash, and we're talking about stuff without dropping too many people in it. I mean, you've already done that. Um, and the thing is, I'd somehow still get blamed. I don't know how. It's just... They can't blame me. No. It's expected of me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, expected of you, but somehow I always still get blamed when other people piss certain people off. Um, but, mate, <laughs> right. One thing I was I noticed in the films while watching, because I wanted, when I was looking over, like watching one, two, and three, is obviously you, after you've seen them, you know how they ended up fucked up. You know, in the first two, both times yeah. it was Alan, even though they tried to throw you off, throw you off in the second one. But did you, yeah, have yeah. you noticed that you could, if you watch those scenes where he gives them the drinks at the beginning with the roofies in, and the second one where he gives the marshmallows, you see just a there's just a tiny little thing that would give it away if you if you already know. Alan goes to, over to the drinks and he turns his back in the first one, and you and that's it. That's all you see. Just see him turn his back. That's when you when you watch back, you go, I know what he's doing. But you wouldn't have noticed it in the first one because you didn't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, no, I didn't And then the second one, um, it, do you remember that? It's, about, it's the marshmallows, isn't it? He's He's got one yeah. bag of marshmallows that has um, been laced with muscle relaxants, I think, for Teddy. So he can get rid of Teddy. But if you mm. watch that bit, Phil literally sits on the marshmallows and goes, what the fuck is that? Oh, marshmallows. Good idea. Thinking of roasting marshmallows. And he chucks them next to Alan. And you see Alan look down and you see a shot look at his face if to say, oh, shit, which one's the bag? You, but again, you would not have clocked it if you didn't, if you hadn't seen them films already. So that's that's one thing I love about them films is going back and just seeing little uh, films like that where you go back and you see something you didn't see the first one because you didn't know to look for it. Yeah. And you see back, it's just the look on his face. He looks down at the bags and if just to say, "Oh shit, fuck, which one?" All right, and he looks back and just carries on. Just a little nod to the moment, nod moment. That was that was the only bit of research I did and wrote down on, on my notes for this week. Do you know? Yeah, about but these. No, so, <clears throat> but this, like I said, you've got more notes than I have. Really, I've just uh, I had just one. put down everyone's names <laughs> so that I can remember them. But um, but yeah, the uh, noticed how Chow became like a massive character as well. Throughout, like the first one, he was just that naked guy that jumps out of the boot. Yeah, just and then you see you see and him then, like three times that you it, 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 that's each moment is a proper classic Chow moment, and that's that's what I think with the third one it was too much about chow for me i mean i love chow but there was it... i thought it was honestly going to go for a chow spin-off at some point that's that, that's what the third one that's a pretty a bit good way to describe it it's more of a chow spin-off because it's more about it's yeah he was a big part of the third one wasn't it, it? it turns out overall he's basically like the main antagonist of the whole thing <laughs> yeah i mean he had some funny parts in the uh obviously the second one as well he had a bit more of a role in the second one he just slowly escalated to like the third one being all about chow pretty much but did you die? I got shot. Did you but die? did you die? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's the bit as well when they when the second one when they first wake up, and they're like, "What is that?" 
Is that a spider's nest? And oh, again, mate, kills me as well. Again, when you look back, the, the first time I noticed it, I just remember thinking, "What the fuck is that?" But now you look back, you can see it's a micro penis, and it's just like, <laughs> and he starts. You know what? <clears throat> when I think when the first time I saw that, you didn't know it until they actually pulled on it, and he jumps up. On the second time, I watched it around, which was the other a couple of weeks ago. I watched it, and I just burst. I still didn't clock it for the first few seconds, just seeing it popping out of the thing. Didn't get what it was, and then it just hit me what it was again. I remembered that scene, and I was just fucking in hysterics again. That little fucking penis. Just the fact the monkey goes up to it, starts <laughs> licking it, it trying to bite it, and then someone grabs it and pulls it, and then it jumps up. It's fucking hilarious, man. But what one, do, like, what one's your favourite out of the three? Though I said uh, probably number one. Probably number one. I probably love one. what it'll be. It'll be in that order. One, two, and three. One, two, and three for me. The way I, I can watch them all easily. Like I said just number three. Just, just. just I don't, I don't yeah, want to like, it, it, good, like, good... it, was, it had laughs it was funny it did the job like it made you laugh it just felt it a bit off feel, yeah. it felt a bit off I think that's what it is it just, it... I feel like it needs a number four but this is what I was, I've been reading that reading up to see if, they, if they're going to do a number four and everything I've said is Ed Helms who plays Stu has always turned around and said no there's not going to be a number four that ship is out right. like it, it's, it's not going to happen um, but Obviously, you know who directed this, right? Todd Phillips. Uh, the guy that done Old School, isn't it? Old School. And yeah. he done uh, Joker. Todd Phillips, the same guy that directed Joker. That's what I'm saying. People were oh, shocked. God. Yeah, yeah, quite shocked that he was, he'd was he gone from these really funny comedy films. I mean, Old School. Like, I remember going to the cinemas with you to see that. Um, and, and when that you're film... You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. I don't know if you knew what the film was about, but we were, I remember we were in discussion of what to choose and we went with old school because it like none of it, a lot of us didn't know what it was. So we said, well, we'll go for that. And if it's all right, we're going to see it. And it ended up being one of the funniest films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I love that film. Old school, old school. But um, Todd Phillips, did you notice he does, he makes little cameos in his films? It, I don't no. I know if I'm a joker, but in old school, do you remember the scene where um, he comes home and finds his girlfriend in bed having a gangbang right you know what i'm gonna have to go back and watch that on whatever streams because it has been so long since I've oh seen really it. i don't remember too much of it i remember a little bit of pieces i don't remember that but that uh, part of it it's like the i remember very... the uh the jelly wrestling or the mud wrestling of course you would but realistically that was just um what was his name wheezy wheezy getting into the thing and blue getting into the um pit um but yeah, Todd Phillips is the guy that, if you don't remember then, he's the guy at the beginning that knocks on the door after he's just found out his girlfriend's like sorted out a gangbang. He opens the door and he's like, hello, can I help you? And he goes, I'm here for the gangbang. I do remember that scene. Yeah. And then he, he pops up, he's in one of the hotel windows. He's like, when you're, um, I think. Oh, when he's uh, parachuting. Parachuting. When he's parachuting, you see the guy paying the prostitute. That's Todd Phillips, yeah, yeah, the director. Yeah. But he's—I oh, love it because he always has the same sort of curly hair and the moustache that he has. Yeah. Like, he always looks like the same like guy. Weird Al Yankovic. He, that's it. As I was going to say, he literally looks like Weird Al Yankovic, and who used to pop up in loads of films randomly yeah. like that. Um, I did see that in the third one. I was wondering why they kind of put this guy in that movie because it was a obviously nod to something. I was like, he must be someone, but I don't know who it is. Yeah, that's the way they just pan over to him randomly. It's like. There was no need for that scene unless, like, he means something. But I, I didn't recognise him, so I didn't know who the fuck. There it was. you go. You learn something new every single day, and I've just taught you that. That there was Todd Phillips. That was the director. Um, do right. But I want to talk about Zach Galifianakis, Alan. Right. 
Yeah, I'm glad you can say his last name. It's purely because I've heard I it. So Z Dog. Z Dog. Z Dog. Zach Galifianakis. Right. That part, Alan. Right. Obviously, we've said. I said before he felt he went a bit off, but he he is so good at that part, and he's very. I'd like to see him do something out of that general character he plays, because I'd like to see what range he's got. But so you'd like to see him do a uh, a kind of. Uh, Adam Sandler in that uh, uncut gems type thing. Yeah, try try, try something different because I'd like to see what his range is because he's always he always generally does like Adam Sandler did. He he's very good at playing the one sort of character. Have you ever seen Jude Date? Yes, yeah. with um, Robert Downey. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. And again, that was another film I went to see because I couldn't decide what to see at the cinemas and I wanted to go to the cinemas. Went to see it. And turns out that I wasn't expecting. I just see Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. I was like, I don't know if that's going to work. Is that going to work? One of the best films I've ever seen. That was very Hangover esque, though, as well, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. He, like what I mean, because he, he he was exactly the same sort of character. Realistically, yeah. he was. He plays a very similar character in everything he does. Have you ever seen his like Between Two Ferns, the interview thing he does? <clears throat> I've seen bits and bobs of those. Yeah, like the odd one every now and again. I'd like to. I'd like. I mean, I show something I was going to do is look into it and see if you can like watch an interview i've never seen an interview of him where he's just not playing that sort of character where he's just yeah. him or something different that'd be weird because he's like i said he's, he's very funny the way he does he's like it's kind of like a serious tone to him mm. i don't know i don't know what i was rambling about but no i know you mean yes yeah, like you'd like to see him in another role but uh but what's his last name again <laughs> galifanicus zach galifanicus no, you don't say Fanny Kiss, Fanny Kiss. You, you sound exactly like Fanny Kiss. You're trying to... No, Zach Galifianakis. Tell me how that is any different. Fanny Kiss. You just said the exact same thing. Galli, Fanny Kiss. Zach Galifianakis, not Fanny Kiss. Right, now it's that fast. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. You're oh. saying the exact same thing I'm saying. But yeah. Yeah, I ain't even going to try and say as last night. That's too too much. Okay, then. Right, so uh, where do you want to go? Where, 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 is there more important things about this film you want to talk about? Or do you want to tell another story? You know what? No. I'd like... Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's like the... the I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually at a loss now. I'm completely at a loss, too. Um... <laughs> Right. Like we've just been rambling on about the fact, like with the films, they're good films. But I was like trying to remember bits. We've spoke about some of the funniest bits that I remember from like number two. But number one, like they had their funny bits, like with the fucking like little funny bits. Like it's the bait. I don't know why that's your favorite one out of them all. I you think know, it's like because the it's, like it's Vegas. With the stuff, but... It's because it's Vegas. I'd, I'd, I'd love. I'd, see, I'd seen it before I went. Not to drop that. I'm going. I went to Vegas again. But I've seen it before I went, and I'd always wanted to experience. Like you just like it, just because it reminds you of Vegas. Yeah, and it, now, now it reminds me more of my trip. But I'd always wanted to go to Vegas. So I wanted to experience what it's like because of that sort of film. Um, yeah, same with me in number two. I want to go to Thailand. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. I, I would, if you said to me, like I said to you earlier, if, you, if you'd say to me, come to Vegas, I'd go Vegas with you. If you said come to Thailand, I'd be like, no, you're right. Enjoy it. It looks lovely. Yeah, like, the Vegas stuff would be all right, but me and your, like, there's there's two sides of me, and this is what you don't get. You always want to do that one side, and, and there's that other side as well. Like, yeah, I'd like to go and see the sites and go see some of this, but then at nighttime, I want to be at the pool parties and 
getting drunk out of my face and probably not getting up the next morning till, you know, 2 a.m. 2 p.m. or some shit. You know, well, you like, couldn't do that in Vegas, no. No, I could, but you wouldn't be doing it with me. Why wouldn't I? Because your girlfriend won't let you. Wow, you're gonna try down that route, yeah? No, listen, listen. If I want to go to Vegas, <laughs> listen. If I want to go Vegas, I'll be going Vegas. Um, okay. But listen, just give me enough time in advance so I can plan a lie. <laughs> I just need a real big heads up on that to try and plan a lie. I just need to sort my alibis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I mean, it would be good. I need to get to know a policeman. So if I get to know a policeman, I can get him to sort of like, say I've banged up for four days or five days and like should be able to give me some sort of proof. Bank, how are they going to give you the proof of that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how the police work, but if I knew a police, if I say, look, I can't, I'm going to have my phone for a week. Well, I can I, tell you now that they can't give you proof that you was locked up when you're not locked up. Oh, shit. Or, all right, I'll get to know a policeman and get him to take a picture of me in a cell and... There goes my cover. That's my cover sorted. Straight there. We're going Vegas, baby. Or you could just grow a pair and say, I'm going Vegas. And that's that. Yeah, but then I've got to deal with having my fucking passport cut up. I've got to have my passport cut up. <laughs> I've got, you know, I'm probably not going to get any for a few months. And, you know, I'm, I'm on a streak at the You're moment. You're going to Vegas. I'm sure you can square or saying away. You've, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. That's what I'm going out there for. No, no, that. Not to tell. No, See, no, now no. if you went Thailand, you'd find someone with a dick. Good luck. <laughs> that, that's, why, that's why I'm going Vegas. Well, I see out there it's real. I'm, I can believe it's real. Do you, think there's, do you reckon there's a lot of ladyboys in Vegas? I don't know. You should know. You went there. I was drunk most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I met Rob Van Dam. That was pretty cool. Um, you met look... Rob Van Dam. You didn't know I'm what? How do you, you know? Not... You know full well you've never told me that, and you've just dropped that in there to talk about Vegas again. I, I honest to God, I knew <laughs> you knew that. You know the story of how I met Rob Van Dam. You know that. Nah. Right. Well, but there's a good chance for me to talk about Vegas again. So when I went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I generally thought you knew this story, but I'm going to have to tell it now. So, obviously, Rob Van Dam, the uh, former ECW heavyweight champion. Rob Van Dam, WWE superstar, RVD. You know what? My bad. I thought you were talking about Jean-Claude Van Dam. I forgot you were a wrestling nerd. What? For some reason, you were saying Van Dam, and I'm thinking Jean-Claude Van Dam. I really don't know when how you... you say Van Dam, you meant Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam, RVD. Obviously, I mean, so you remember the story now? You were saying Van Damme. Yeah, I remember you meeting a I said, in the lift. Rob Van Damme. Right, so, yeah, when I, we got to Vegas, um, we checked into the Hooters Hotel. I stayed in Hooters. That's how classy it was. Like I was right opposite all the big ho- all the big ho- posh hotels. Not knock Hooters. No, I loved it. I loved every second of it. And you know what? I've never gone down to a restaurant to eat chicken nuggets or chicken uh, bites so many times in my life because I love the service. I love the service. Mm, yeah. Um... Uh, we uh, checked into the hotel when we got there we looked up at the screen on the screen it tells you what's coming up and it's like oh Rob Van Damme's going to be here next year uh, next month and I'm like that would have been awesome if I'd have come a month later literally on this date a month later I'd have seen Rob Van Damme went up to my room put my cases down come out of my lift uh, come out to go in the lift to go downstairs to have a cigarette and as I'm on the phone I press the button for the lift the door opens and there's Rob Van Damme and his girlfriend Katie Forbes I'm, like, I'm on the phone I'm like, I've got to go I've really got to go 
hang up. I get in the lift and I'm like, I'm in the lift. Like, it's one of those, again, surreal moments you do not expect to happen. And RVD is just there in the lift with you. Um, got, got a little quick selfie with him and that was it. But yeah, I met RVD. Rob Van Damme, not Jean-Claude. Yeah, so when you say Van Damme, you mean Rob Van Damme, not Jean-Claude Van Damme. I said Rob Van Damme. I'll make you go back and listen to this episode if you want me to. I just heard Van Damme. Okay, right, okay, fair enough. All right, no, I've, okay, you, no, I'm saying you fully probably did say Rob Van Damme, but in my head, all I heard was Van Damme. So I just assumed it was Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I was like, wait, I don't remember you ever meeting Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Do you want to yeah. name drop someone now? Because I've name dropped way too much about Vegas, about pimps and RVD. Can you name drop someone so I don't look like that guy that just loves name dropping everything? My life's not as exciting as yours, unfortunately. Fair point. I, well, you cut out for a minute there. I think I, I lost you. I literally, <laughs> I, this whole screen went blank. I, I don't really know what just happened. Um, but yeah, so... I've had I've had my hangover one moment. Would you, what's your closest moment to having uh, a hangover moment? We've talked about mine. What would be your? Uh, well, there's that when we actually went to Magaluf with you. There was that one night, and I don't remember much of it at all. But I think we have a picture somewhere of the morning after. It's just me and Terry just sitting on the couch with our heads in our hands, just looking like absolute fucking death. Yeah, um, which. I'm going to point I out, I know you took that there. picture yourself, so you, you know, play up to the camera, boys, just a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we stuck down there, but it was just funny, <laughs> the fact that we just looked at each other, we was like, we got to get a picture of how we look. It was yeah. fucking terrible. You but did. But, when um, I remember I remember coming back. Uh, was that the day you were going home? No, no, that was like probably me- the first or second night oh, there. Right, it yeah, was yeah. like a very uh, early I one. Remember- we went too hard too soon. I come back on my, yeah. I remember coming back on my lunch and just walking in like you two. Just, I don't think you left the, the apartment until you needed food the whole day. Yeah, we kind of just took a what we, we just did that generic drunk thing where you got a, such a hangover you just walk down to the pool get an ice cream and I, I find that as my best hangover cure is especially in a hot country. It's just to dive in a freezing cold pool and do a couple of laps. See me for and me. That's me shutting the door and putting the aircon on, and just staying in bed and closing, covering my head. And do you know how many times I yeah. used to get told I should be at work when I was doing that? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, just cover your head over, like put that. Just hope nobody notices you're not at work. <laughs> you know that night, though. Do you, you know that night why me and uh, why me and Terry got so fucked up? No, go on. Because do you remember? I think it must have been about the second or third night. Because do you remember giving us a tour of your room? And you literally went into your cupboard, and I think it was it was in the little suitcase saying you went, "There's all my uh, my reel for free drinks." Do you know you used to give the uh, the free the drinks rep- tickets? Yeah, yeah, the free drink tickets, and used to be like, "So don't worry about your drinks because I get like a couple free drinks in each bar we get to." And we was like, "Oh yeah, cool." <laughs> Me and Terry took half a roll. <laughs> wait, wait, and, wait, uh, wait, right? That was twelve years ago, and you're telling me now. That's where my fucking yeah. drinks tickets went. Well, it weren't relevant back then. I thought, well, I'm sure he can cover them or something. Someone broke into his flat or they just got lost or something. But yeah, me and Terry went out and we just had free drinks all night with this big fucking reel of uh, free ticket drinks. And we were buying girls drinks and yeah, it's on us, ladies. <laughs> ticket, ticket, ticket. <laughs> we, fucking, we got so cunted. Motherfuckers. Absolute. 
like I no, I don't even know what to say to that. I generally don't know what to say to that. You bastards! Like like people that's ever worked betrayed. a season. No, you people that worked a season know what them drinks vouchers are like. You do like you don't abuse them. That's like that's like. I mean, to be fair, the Spanish and the Greeks they don't really like giving you the free drink. They do. They love giving you a free drink, but they're only doing it because you're going to bring them business, not take the piss, Ash. We did bring them business. Free business. Like <laughs> we we brought the party, right? The, 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 this is one of the things, right? Anyone will tell you that's ever worked a season abroad. Why right? having your friends out there is one of the most stressful times of being abroad. Because I mean, unless you're like, unless you take a friend with you, like from home, like when people come out, it's really stressful. Like seeing your mum, seeing your friends or your family, it's really hard because you're trying to do your normal job. You, you obviously they know you have an amazing job and a life, but you have like it's trying to get them to work around you but on your while they're on holiday and you're still having yeah. you can't stop working but like again not to name drop roger but when rog come out to me in my first fucking season yeah he came out mm. for a week because him and his girlfriend had broke up right and he ended up staying for a month right and it got to a point where my boss came out to me and said if your mate goes into one more fucking bar and tells them he's a rep that he should get free drinks you're going to be on the fly home with him all right really Ooh. Yeah, like literally, he was going like, like there's it, right? People learn the truth. Well, there's one good thing is that we didn't like we didn't tag off of you all night. We kind of just went and done our own thing. So you we didn't tag like, off me. You had you, why weren't you partying with us and all that kind of stuff? He's like, you should be with us. Uh, we was we was all we was fully aware you had a job to do. So like you know, you go work and we'll go and get fucked up at my expense. Thanks. You didn't pay for the tickets. You was just given the tickets that mysteriously went missing. Yeah, and I then have to go to my boss and go, can I have more tickets? Like, why have you got no more tickets? Who are you going to give I don't know. They've just disappeared. Yeah, cool. He's going to fucking believe that, isn't he? He's then going <laughs> to think either I've done it or I've given them to you because he knows my friends were fucking out there. It, it seemed like a good idea when we was drunk. Yeah. And we thought that we could save ourselves a bit of money and drink heavily for one night. Listen, don't get but me we wrong. we got the tickets back and then we paid for the other nights. Did you fuck? I can guarantee you did. But listen, I'm going to state it straight, right? I'm only pissed off because my head's gone rep head. And if I'd have found out back then, right, I swear to God, I would have castrated a pair of yours. But now this I look back. Look, look back now. Okay, I'll give you one of them moments. Fair play. <laughs> fair play. That's quite funny, to be fair. Um, but I remember that. Because like we said, I'm the one that don't drink that much now. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. I'm going to make, I don't know when, it'll probably be another sort of story for a podcast later down the date after the pubs are reopened where I'll tell you what I've done to you after you found out, after after we've well, had a night out. I'm pretty sure that the first night out's going to be at your uh, gaff anyway. What? Dude, no it ain't. No it ain't. You ain't, come, you ain't coming with me after I, I know, listen, I now know half of your tricks because it is one fucking podcast. Do you really think I'm letting you come out? I now know that a lot of this shit's at my expense as per usual. <laughs> no it's not you don't get free drinks now I'm just saying I will come to your place so you don't feel left out on the big night out rather than you having to work you can just play the music and watch us embarrass ourselves and get your little uh, pictures and videos in feel left out there's 800 people in front of me but I feel on my own I do I do I feel lonely in that box you are yeah I was going to say you're, you're, you're a like, sad clown I, the sad <laughs> I just put my smile on upside down for the first night <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we've literally, as we said, this podcast has become about 
um, a lot about more our hangover nights and the hangover stories, uh, the hangover movies. Yeah, sorry, more of just a hype episode for going out for a night out of drinking and getting fucked up. And we just used the hangover as an excuse, as a filler. <laughs> I mean, like they're great movies. Watch them. Get ready for the uh, June twenty first for old Boris Johnson. Well, the pubs are actually uh, opening this week. Go out, um, go out, um, new stand doors, new new don't stand doors. Um, um, I'll take lockdown just in time for my birthday on the twenty third of June. So lockdown will be over twenty first of June. Go fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't. Uh, this is what stresses me out. Obviously, I'm excited about it. it's all coming back, but I'm also in that head of like I have been through this for a year of thinking like. I know everyone's gone through thinking that things are coming back, but like for me, it's my living. <laughs> like I had the moment where I was going to get a DJ gig just before Christmas. And the week that that gig, DJ gig was restarting my Thursday night, um, Boris on a Monday turned around and said from this Thursday, couldn't have been Friday. Couldn't have been Saturday from this Thursday. Pubs will close at 10 PM. Like, Thanks Boris. So that instantly my boss ring me out. I'm really sorry. I know you're really excited, and so were we. We were excited, but you can't come to work this week. Great. I'm not. I'm not ex- until I'm actually in a DJ booth with a crowd in front of me. Then you're going to see Wild Ryan, Wild Sober Ryan. I give you that. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, a diluted Ryan. You're like a, a whiskey with water to kind of keep it not as strong. It's yeah. It's it's it's. Yeah, it's the party's still there. You're still going to have the effect. It's just not as strong as it used to be. If anything, I think it's stronger because I have my straight head on and I'm bringing the party. Do you know what I mean? I'm the I'm the guy that's bringing the music. If I, if I'm not at the top of my game, we're all having a shit night, right? Yeah, but what's your excuse for when you're not DJing? You're just out. Well, I never get to. That's the problem. Now that is the one thing about my job is I never get to unless we go out on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. No, I can't. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, but this is what's Monday. People like me that work at the weekends. <laughs> Monday club is fucking fucked up, man. You don't know about Monday club. You just need to get one night off to book a night off. No, because that usually costs me a good couple of hundred pound. I'm okay, thank you. Ooh, Mr. Moneybags. No, yeah. I, it's, this for the first time in my life, I've got a job that I enjoy making money at. I mean, I've done yeah. so many jobs, and I mean, again, I love the repping, but I was always there was always parts of it I really did not enjoy, and that was the paperwork side of things. I really hated to. I very rarely did paperwork unless I physically had to, and that's a lot of paperwork you have to do in that kind of job, especially when tickets go missing, drink tickets go missing, um, people have accidents. <laughs> no, like people having accidents. The amount of times I have people break their legs and that, and I'm like, I've literally got to fill out a customer service form for this whole shit, detailing everything, speak to everybody involved. Right, you're right. Do you know how to get to the hospital, yeah? All right, cool. 40 bucks. Speak to Pedro when you get there. Dr. Pedro, that's who you want to talk to. He'll sort it out. It'll probably cost you 300 euros. Cool. Ring your insurance company when you get back. Sweet. See you later. I, ain't got I remember the first holiday we done in Ibiza. When was uh, when I was eighteen, that yeah. first holiday, we went with a friend who ended up punching a fucking billboard and breaking his wrist on like the second night in, and then obviously he had to go to a little Spanish hospital. Didn't have insurance or anything. That's going to the hospital, and we all had to pay out. Probably each of us had to give him half of our entire spending money for that holiday, so he can have his fucking arm put in a cast. Didn't fix the break, just put in a cast so it could last until he got home. And we all lost half of our money for that. 
yeah, yeah that, that always happens. Like, it always happens on lads' holidays. Like, it happened when we went to Magaluf uh, for, it was my second lads' holiday. Uh, when we went to Magaluf, I, I ended up, we were there for 10 days. I ended up coming home after six days, I think, because uh, I won't mention any names. Um, but some one of our friends ended up in hospital having a panic attack. And it sort of caused me to have to go home. <laughs> a panic attack. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go home from. Did he see the price of the drinks and know that he's actually got to buy around? That's probably what it was, wasn't it? He'd fucking re- his round come up. <gasps> fucking hell! I got to spend money. <laughs> oh, mate. Lads, lads, holidays. It's 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 like they they're always completely not what you expect them to be. But like, I mean, again, I, I've seen a million people have different holidays, so I can see tell you. I could pretty much like if someone comes on holiday, I could tell you the group. I just speak to them five minutes and I go. I pretty much can tell you your holiday. Oh, yeah. Like, you've got to have select people. If you're going to go away with people for, like, a week, you've got to select them very fucking carefully. Like, for our nights out, not be funny, we'll go on a night out. I don't mind. We'll go with everyone because we know that guy's going to get into a fight. That guy's going to fall in love and want to go home with a girl, even though his wife's at home. You know, you got the other guy over there that's fucking drinks too much and is going to end up throwing up all over the place. You got one guy that's over there that's going to have two drinks and then be all depressed all night in the corner. And you got all these other people, but you can deal with it for one night and it's fucking funny. But yeah. dealing yeah. with it for a week, that's a lot. You've got, like I said, you've got to know the people you're going with very well. Oh, it's one of the age old things about going abroad with people is that holidays because you're living with someone like you may be the best of friends I've seen it so many times like the best of friends come on holiday because they spend an entire week living out of each other's pockets they realise they're actual dickheads and end up never talking again it's it's it's, it's the, the different why people. do you think people use that excuse to well, before they move in with a girl or something or a guy they'll go on holiday together and if they can last that week on holiday then they can move in together and it will oh dude I can tell you right. stories I can tell you so many people use that I, I, I can tell you stories about that. I remember once having to go to a guy in Magaluf. Uh, I got into my hotel and the receptionist went, look, you need to go and talk to this couple. Um, they've had a massive argument and he smashed up the door. Obviously, I've now got to go and get like four, you know, they overcharge for things. He's like 500 euros off him for smashing the door. This geezer could beat up a door. Well, great, I can't wait to go and ask him for 500 euros. Look at me. I'm about three <laughs> stone wet. And I was even skinnier then because I was barely eating when I was living abroad. I was drinking a lot. Um, I yeah. go up there and I, I genuine, this was his response. And I'm like, mate, look, you understand I've got to come up and talk to you about the price and that. Like, why did you smash up the door, geese? He went to me, his exact words were, geese, it was the door or her face. I was like, fucking, I can't even. Uh, yeah, fair play. <laughs> the door. Well done for that one, geez. This would have been a lot more paperwork for me yeah, if you'd have fucking not hit her. Funny, the fucking door cost 500. Her face has cost me a grand so far in work, so. <laughs> yeah. There you go, like, fucking. If I'm going to fuck her yeah. face, it's going to be in a different way. Um, and another one, like, again, then you get the opposite. You get the girl, the girl, the girl that comes on holiday, and this is, again, a genius, a girl that comes on holiday, and um, I, I, this is when I was working in Zanti, a girl. I first met when I'd been away for three days. I'd gone home for three days, came back, and I went into my hotel, and I met two girls sitting in the bar, and they was like, was it just you two girls? I'm your rep. Nice to meet you. They were like, no, our friend's here. She's up in the room. And I went, oh, let's go and meet her. She went, they were like, she's um, she's busy. I'm like, oh, is she? She's like, like yeah, she's um, she met a Welsh fella, and uh, they're having a bit of fun. So I decided it'd be really funny to get everyone in the hotel that was sat in the bar to come with me, and I got the spare key from behind reception. So we all crept upstairs and I opened the door and we all bound in the room. This girl was full on 
bent over this balcony, being taken by this four-foot Welsh fella on the thing, and we've all jumped in and gone, surprise! Um, yeah, that was how I first met this girl. And throughout her two weeks of being on holiday, I knew, like, I see her coming back every morning, late after every morning. So she's jagging left, right, and centre. On her way home, I was on the coach with her, right? And I said to her, so, right, come on, how many did you get through this week? She went 17. I got through 17 in two weeks. I was like, fucking hell. That's a, that's a decent number. 17 in two weeks. I was like, do you like this back home? She went, nah, my boyfriend would kill me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you've got a boyfriend. I went, how long have you been with me? She's like, three years. I was like, and you've, like, do you not feel guilty? He went, nah, nah. She, he, he went to Cavos a few weeks back and shagged a couple of birds out there. I was like, you need to break up. Like, <laughs> you need to break up now. <laughs> like, Maybe they just uh, have a mutual arrangement. Yeah, so yeah, it's not it's, for everyone, but it works for some. It's basically what I'm saying is that them hangover movies like show you some fucked up things people do, and they are out there. Those people are out there, and I've seen a lot of that shit. Yeah, I'm not as bad, but I can, I, yeah, I can be pretty bad. But uh, but yeah, like end of day, as I said, this generally was about hangover. Yeah, you know, it was more of an excuse for us to just talk about. Wanting to go out on the 21st of June. I'll make one promise to you now, right? Okay, I know I was... We will arrange a night where we're going to do a Talks with Dorks drink out, right? We'll we'll go out and me and you will go out and we'll do it and we'll get drunk together. And obviously, like I said, I don't drink... I I plan not to drink anymore. If I'm going to do it, I'll do it with you. Me and you will do it. I'm saying it on this podcast. We'll go out and we'll get messed up and we'll do a Talks with Dorks uh, night out. Um, a talks with dogs night out. So let's just do that. Let's just agree that on the first night out that we do, we are going to do some more pictures. We'll stick it up on the the, uh, the social media. Instagram group. We'll do a little story or something of a little reel of all the shit we got up to that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, You're going to see some very embarrassing pictures of me. Bob. We're going we're gonna to do a Comic Con and then we're going to do drinking. That's two of our favourite things to do. Like We've got some shit planned for this podcast when things return to normal. Don't you worry. Talks with dogs is going to grow and grow and grow. And if you haven't already, Make sure you're following our social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Talk Dork Podcast. Ash, do you want to talk about anything else to do with the Hangover films or any nights out? No, I think we've uh, we've talked enough on the uh, the Hangover. Well, actually, I don't think we've talked that much on the Hangover, but they're all great films. Watch them. Get yourself prepared for the twenty first. Start drinking now. Start. Don't, no, don't just uh, go out there and. Get it all in at once. Just yeah, prepare yourself kind of, because if yeah, like me, you haven't drunk in a long, long time. I am sc- I've just agreed to do a night out, and I'm shitting myself already because I feel like one bit is going to tip <laughs> me over the edge. It's been that long, um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Next week, we're pretty sure it's going to be Mortal Kombat. We're gonna the new Mortal Kombat comes out next week, and we're both excited to see it. And we're going to give you our thoughts and our opinions on the brand new Mortal Kombat, including the brand new song that we just both heard this week um, we'll talk about that too uh, this is Talks with Dorks I'm Ryan that's Ash Ash your final word is peace and I'll say see you later and let Chow see us out so long gay boys so long gay boys